0: Terms and conditions apply. Hey,
3: thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or...
2: so somebody has returned in the world of football we will get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now it is two pros and a cup of joe Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning we appreciate you doing so and we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time 6 a.m. Pacific here on FSR Uh, already an hour in the books here on Fox Sports Radio and um, look at this Jim Harbaugh, how about that? He is back, folks. He is back at in Ann Arbor with Michigan. Uh, all the flirtatiousness with the Minnesota Vikings that blew up in his face. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is back. The numbers are out on the contract. Uh, he gets a new reworked five-year deal with Michigan. Uh, it's going to pay him a little over seven million dollars a year. Uh, he was making about eight million, and then he took the haircut last year to go down to four. So he's back up to the seven million dollar range a five-year deal. So Jim Harbaugh back in Michigan, not where he was at contract or salary-wise before the pandemic, but it is an increase based on uh, his best season as head coach, uh, the win over Ohio State, the college football playoff berth. Uh, So to me, this just means that Jim Harbaugh is going to be at Michigan forever. We're all good here, Brady. Everything is is set in stone. Harbaugh's back, and Michigan is golden. We're good.
4: Maybe I misread uh, some of the details from the contract. I I was under the assumption that the way that they described the deal Deal, excuse me, the deal is that it, it basically got him back to where he was pre COVID and, and before last season, where they, they basically said, We, we got to have you take a haircut. This hasn't worked out the way we thought. So, my understanding of the contract is it gets him kind of right back to where he was where, when he was one of the top paid coaches in college football. Before he took the haircut, because of quote unquote COVID, but really the lack of much success against Ohio State, or at least in the postseason. Even though, again, you know, getting to the playoff I think was the first step. Now it's how do you, you know, how do you take off from there? You know, it just this is, you know, maybe the Minnesota interview was just this trying to provide and force leverage. It seems like nowadays, if you're up in the air about something. That's like the most powerful position you can be in as a coach or as a player. We've talked this entire week about whether it's Sean McVay or Aaron Donald or anyone else who's – whether it's going to retire or move into a broadcast booth uh, or people like Aaron Rodgers looking elsewhere and using that as leverage to get what he wants in Green Bay. It's just that's how people exercise leverage. And this is an instance where, yeah, maybe Jim Harbaugh was genuinely interested in the Vikings – but it seems like it was more of a no, I have to go there and interview in order to force you to give me back to what I had before when you made me take a haircut because you didn't see the long term vision of what we were building at Michigan.
3: It certainly is going to raise the stakes for this season. It's, it's, and maybe see, well, I'll say this season, it'll be the most important season for Jim Harbaugh and for Michigan football for the simple fact that it did play out the way that it did. And it played out publicly and, and it played out in a way where people knew, or at least it, it it's easy to assume as to why Harbaugh did what he did. And so now that, that could create tension, I'll put it to you this way. The one thing about fans, they're on your side. The one thing about employers, they're on your side until the results are impacted. Right? So if if Michigan doesn't have a season that matches or exceeds the bar that they created this year, Jim Harbaugh will continue to feel the pressure and the strain of not having a season to that that level of, of achievement. And and one would say there's probably added pressure and stress as to how those seasons go or those moments where you lose a big game or you lose a game maybe that you shouldn't have lost. And, and he, doesn't have, he doesn't have that grace, if you ask me. Like in these type of scenarios, when you play your hand this way, you're not going to receive the grace that you would had you been, you know, I guess handling it in, in a different manner. You know, there's there's ways. He's, he's to on about. a short leash. Would yeah, you put it that way? Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, I, I would. Especially being at Michigan, I mean, he was already feeling the pressure of having not beat Ohio State since getting there, and so now to create the standard by, by like I, I'll say this: the biggest, probably the biggest. I don't want to say it was a missed move. I mean, I think he did what he needed to do and felt was best for what he needed to do. But I think the biggest misstep is to kind of handle it the way you did after such a feel-good story of a year, of a season. I did not see Michigan – being this good this year, I, I, I thought that they were going to be pretty good. I knew that they had a, a really good uh, defensive in tandem. Uh, I thought that they were going to be OK, but I wasn't sure what, how they were going to be at quarterback, the, the different positions. I just didn't think that they would be the team that would emerge from the Big Ten. I thought it would either be Ohio State. Or yeah, maybe maybe you know naively enough, I thought it would be either Penn State or, or Ohio State that emerged, and there was a possibility that that Iowa would be the team that did it, but not Michigan. So now you come off of that all that positivity, and you take that positivity, and you took it away. You took the season's posit- positivity away by acting as though, or leaning towards, or seemingly heading back to the NFL. So he's going to have to he's going to have to navigate that.
2: The whole thing, his handling of it, I, I think he butchered it completely. And and I can't help but think if I'm people at Michigan, whether it's fans, whether it's administration, look, they're happy to have him back because he's been the best coach they've had in a long, long time since Lloyd Carr. To be honest with you, but I can't help but think that that administration and the fans in Ann Arbor are kind of giving him the side eye. Like, really? Like, uh, like 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 that's how we were playing this. like that's like how you yes you, were...
3: you asked Shorty girl to the prom. Yeah, she told you no. So now you're gonna come back and say, okay, it was always you.
2: Right? I, I just I I think this puts even more pressure on him. And we've talked about this before. If you don't think Ohio State's gonna be up for that game against Michigan next year, based on the celebrations and and all the stuff they heard about, I mean, it, it like if I were to, if I were to ask you, Brady, right now, what do you think the betting line is? Ohio State hosting Michigan next year, easily double digits. And I don't even know who's on the roster for either team. Easily double digits. I'll say Ohio State's favored. Based you know, on what happened I, I, last year.
4: Well, I don't know about like double digits. I think a touchdown's probably fair. I, I don't even know how much it has to do with what happened last year. I think it's really what has what happens to do with what they lost. Their, their three best defensive players in Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, and Daxton Hill, they gone. They might all be first-round picks too, and they lost a the linebacker. They, I mean, there's a number of players that are losing from that defense, which largely led them there's some other players too who have you know are going to be moving on but that that's part of it and I know they've recruited well to a degree it's just they've got an uphill battle because they've got a ticked off Ohio State team that is going to be hosting Michigan yeah and that's more of i think the the you know Issue behind it. I, I bet you can look it up. There's probably futures bet, bet on I've that tried. game. I've tried.
2: I've tried. I want to. I, I want to reach out to somebody because I've tried to look it up, and uh, I, I don't think they have it that far ahead. It's usually later in the off season they'll they'll
1: oh, put Ohio that stuff State together.
3: Is going to whoop oh, uh, ass yes. all. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and, just going to tell y'all right now. I, it, I mean, that's, do you? That's what it's going to be?
2: Do you guys think? And I know obviously they they they'll, they would rework a deal. They wouldn't let it go down to the last year, and then all of a sudden decide. But do you? You think Jim Harbaugh sees the end of this five-year deal? Because I don't. I-, I think this put pressure on, and if and you know the way the buyouts work on the contract, they were saying it's it similar. Not much. Yeah, it was similar. I think Ryan Day's got a similar buyout structure. What is it? Three million to get out of the deal if he wants to go somewhere else or if they want I- to move on. I-, I thought
4: Harbaugh's I saw was really low, like seven hundred fifty thousand.
2: Mm. Yeah, it might scale from. Uh, I think one year was th- uh, three million. Then so it, it, maybe it's on a it, it, working on a scale. Yeah, it's a sliding scale. It,
4: it usually works that way. It doesn't stay at the same number the entire time. It, it's a sliding scale as the you get closer to the end of the term of that contract it's going to become less and less and less that that's why you'll see guys like hang on for another year cuz the bio was too big whereas their final, going into their final year maybe it's not as big it's
2: just so odd because everybody was thinking man is he ever going to beat ohio state ever going to beat ohio state is he ever going to take michigan to the next level he finally does and, and then the it results minute he does it
3: the moment he the does the it
2: the most awkward offseason that he's had as michigan head coach like it just the whole thing's weird man it's like
3: you don't know how to handle success bro like <laughs> You couldn't just live in the success of the season and be the guy. Like, let me mess this up. Like, let me show y'all what happens when you win the Big Ten and you beat Ohio State and you're a Michigan man. Like, I mean, he, I I don't know. I, I don't, again, he's got to do what works best for him. But if, if I'm, if I'm everybody, I mean, if I'm the front offices of Michigan, I've already started looking for his replacement, not because I don't like him in the initial. It's because he forced us to have to look for a replacement. They were in the midst of trying to figure out what they would do. You left a team and a school basically in flux for the amount of time that you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do. They're not going to forget that, and they already probably have their now list of who their candidates would be to take over for Jim if he left and that's got to be working against him because now you're looking at those those candidates like, huh, maybe maybe we'd be better off with this guy, even if you have a pretty good season. Now you're entertaining it. And you it, when you could have bought yourself at least two to three more years off of beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten this year and going into the BCS Challenge or uh, playoffs, you bought yourself at least two more years. Yeah. You get another so, so, good year after that. You you know, who knows? You bought yourself the, the, to the end of the contract or a renewal.
4: Yeah, let me give you some of the details and again just to reiterate what it, what it did was it restored the annual compensation he was set to make before he took that pay cut in January of last year. So, for example, he was due to make 4 million, a little over, I think 4 million this year in 2022. He'll, his, his average <clears throat> per year now is at $8.3 million per year. He'll make a little over $8 million this year, so it, it almost kind of doubles from what he was supposed to make. Um, and he's going to receive, over the next five years, about $42 bucks. So that's what it is, and then it, it starts out at a $3 million buyout, where it, and all this is is a, a reaction to him exploring NFL opportunities. We know he said publicly he's not going to, but if and when he would want to what happens is the amount would be you know he'd be required to reimburse them 3 million in order to do so if he left and then that number each year decreases by 750,000 over the life of the deal so that's how it works out i mean
2: <laughs> This whole thing's just weird, man. Uh, but, hey, look, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, he wanted to see what else is out there, and then he came back and said, you don't have to worry about me uh, sniffing around an NFL job again. I just, I don't know, I, f- I find it hard to believe, but... Uh you know, we'll see. Ya. Just think, all all that you guys went through on the set of Big Noon Kickoff, uh, you know, freezing your balls off, Brady, uh, in Ann Arbor, only to have this guy turn around and almost take the Vikings' job the, the very next off season. I feel bad for you guys. Like that was the first thing that came to mind. I feel bad for the for the crew at uh, Big Noon Kickoff. First thing that came to mind.
4: And yeah, you, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't feel bad, and I don't want anyone to feel bad for us. So I'm not sure why you feel. bad
2: You for had us. to wear long johns on on national television. I don't mind wearing long johns. You know, I grew up wearing
4: long johns mm-hmm. it kind of I, I always say this man whenever i go back to cold weather and especially around football it takes me back to my childhood like i get excited you know i i loved it that atmosphere was one of the coolest most scenic things ever and and the crazy thing and this is what i wonder will, how will be this year like i remember being in ann arbor a couple years before this past you know rivalry or this past matchup and it felt different It was like when Ohio State came on the field, everyone in Michigan was like, oh, crap, (laughs) we got to play those guys? It just had a completely different feel to it. And then fast forward to this past game, Ohio State came out, and everyone in Michigan was like, so what? Who cares? Like, I don't know if they were just so ticked off about how everything has been and it would just build up to this point. If it was the confidence they had in the group that they had. Maybe it was the lack of confidence or fear in what they saw from Ohio State that entire season. Whatever the case was, and especially once the snow started to build, they sat there, that fan base, their sidelines, because we were on Michigan's sidelines where our set was. Those dudes could have cared less. (laughs) They just looked across like, what, that's all you got? That's that's, that's all it is? Okay, cool. Like, this is all playing in our hands. I wonder if they're going to have that same demeanor this season. Because all those key pieces are moving on. And I think it's hard to be able to replicate what they did this past year.
2: Uh, that was phenomenal television. Uh, that was one of the better watches all season long was that Michigan-Ohio State game. And uh, you guys did a fantastic job. So, uh, so cr- credit to you, man. Long Johns or not. Uh, all right. Two bros and a cup of Joe oh here at Fox Sports two Radio. Two bros
3: and a cup of Joe.
2: Uh, is that what I said? Well, I'm yes. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Two I mean, uh, yeah. I, I didn't mean to, Levar. I, I didn't mean to leave Brady out like that. Sorry yeah. about that, Brady. I'll, I'll, two, I'll uh, a uh, oh well, I'm I'm out of the cup of Joe this yeah, time. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, oh, you're the pro. You. Okay. Uh, two pros and a cup changed. of Joe. Uh, the uh, the B is silent there. Uh, Levar Arrington, Brady Quinn, <laughs> Jonas Knox with me here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right. So coming up next, uh, somebody in the NFL is uh, taking accountability for a situation that did not end well for their team. We'll have that for you right here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio Radio app.
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are going to have a, uh, another edition of over unders uh, later on this hour, about twenty minutes from now. Uh, we got an interesting weekend in sports. We got Daytona. We got All Star Weekend in the NBA. I mean, man, what are we thinking? Like uh, two, three weeks before we all miss football? Is that uh, is that where we're at now? Uh, is that, should that be an over under? Yeah, I already
4: miss it. It's a it, bummer. Yeah. But, uh, I, I started you know. doing, though, started breaking down some tape. You know, the All-22 is what you do. Jimmy. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, I started looking at some prospects, kind of started that process, of checking some guys out. Oh, Especially yeah. some guys you don't get to see throughout the course of the year.
2: Yeah, you so. got to keep your streak going. It was last March you watched the Alabama spring game and said, um, uh, why am I blanking on his Bryce, name? Yeah. Geez, uh, Bryce Bryce Young was going to yeah. be I mean, the Heisman I, Trophy winner, yeah, and, and well. it was 10-1 to 1 at that time, and people got paid on that pick. So, I mean, you got to like make this back-to-back well, the
4: problem is, is he's he's the best player in college football, so he should win it a second year.
1: it will be a plus odds,
4: but uh, I, I still would take Bryce Young over him. Yeah, C.J. Stroud's very good. He could be the second up. If I was to pick. A, a, a guy to win it on that team where the odds might be a little bit more in their favor is Travion Henderson, their running back.
2: See, I, mm. I've got one I want to throw at you guys, but I oh, want yeah, to, I want to see if you can guess it. I'm just going to make a noise. I, I want to see if you guys Caleb can guess who, who I'm talking about. No, no, no. Let me, let me make the noise. All right, this, come on. Come you're, on. You're, you're, you're Caleb the
3: Williams.
2: South Carolina. What? Come on, Spencer Rattler. Come on, you don't think Spencer? Rattler? Is that supposed rattler? to be a rattlesnake? Yeah, that's a rattlesnake. That was supposed to be a rattler. Oh my! Uh, you guys are too gosh. domesticated. You don't get it. You behind the gates, you guys don't. Have that to That was deal supposed. With to. You've
4: never heard a rattlesnake before in your life, have you? Well, what did you think that was? A like rattler is that? Literally sounded like. Um, you ever been to Top Golf?
2: That no, basically sounds it.
4: like what the ball sounds like coming off the club of the face as it like goes off well, into, into
2: may, nothing. Maybe the way you swing it. That's a rattlesnake, yeah, that's homeboy. You, you don't know, that man. Is not, that is but, not, but, certainly yeah, not a rattlesnake. Behind the gate of communities, you guys don't have to deal with that stuff, that sort of wildlife. Hey, Lee, am I crazy? Was that not a, rattle? a rattles? Uh, let's go live. to our a rattlesnake noise? Let's go live. To Was that a rattlesnake sound? Insider, Lee, to laugh uh, uh, latest, uh,
5: Lee. I was thinking Friday the 13th or something oh, Kiss later. my ass, but, Lee. Oh, that's a good one,
4: Lee. I could see that. Wow! I, I thought didn't even think it of was that. the
3: beginning song to it's of Fire*. <laughs> <laughs>
4: dun, see dun, see dun, that dun, sound? Dun. Hear that sound that just played? Like that's when you know, right at the very end here, yeah. right there. That you is that is a rattlesnake. like
3: a
2: rattle. You sound
4: nothing yeah. like that. Well, because yeah.
2: my rattlesnake uh, smoked weed. He's not as uh, agitated. All right, so I don't know what to tell you. Like, it almost sounds
4: like the ending of like an 80s movie, too. Oh.
3: That's what I'm saying. Oh. Don't
4: do that. Oh, chariots of Fire, it was like, man. It was like Emilio Estevez in
1: it? Lou <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Phillips. I was uh, like,
2: uh, Emilio. Amelia- uh, yeah, you guys oh, don't no. get it, man. Oh, no. Yeah, you guys uh, just don't get it. Never Desperado. Get the <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I do, should point out, uh, speaking of over-unders, we're going to get to this coach uh, who's uh, looking towards the future uh, in the NFL. Uh, oh, okay. Speaking of uh, over-unders and gambling, I should point out, a lot of people were uh, giving me a hard time about Live Bet Jesus losing his curling pick yesterday on the show. Uh, listen, technicalities are everything in contracts and sometimes in life, and because I mispronounced Great Britain on the air and say, bitten um <laughs> that means that the bet was a was a wash and it doesn't count as a loss against live bet jesus so
3: wait wasn't it live bet jesus that was Sam was talking well,
2: but but i communicated it incorrectly so therefore he shouldn't be held accountable for for my uh poor but enunciation
3: if live bet jesus took over your body to make the bet <laughs> how does live bet jesus make a mistake in terms of you saying bitten as you know versus sam Britton. Well, because he uh, didn't uh,
2: it, you you saw the piece of paper fall down onto the desk i read it incorrectly and so i i don't think he sh- again should be held accountable for my mistake so it doesn't count as a loss i know some people like to see him lose uh you know brady but i know i know some people are into that you know what man a loss. you
4: build up some goodwill in, in the way you handled everything from the super bowl bet you're starting to give some of that back away, man. What do you mean? You're just you're ruining your reputation. <laughs> all right, I, I, you oh, you did say great bidding, but that was on you. <laughs> you lost the bet. You lost a lot of the other people out there who were you know foolish enough to actually bet alongside you. I have said this for the extent of live bet's existence. Fade him. Whatever betting advice he gives yeah, you, and Lee and Lee can co-sign on this. So unnecessary. Whatever betting advice he gives you, if you fade him. The history of his bets, you will win sixty-five to seventy percent of the time. That is, that is a bunch you. of crap. He I promise Easily,
2: you. he has won eighty to eighty-five percent of his bets he's ever no, made on the
1: air. That is the biggest easily. lie ever told. Lee, on, is on, that on, a lie? That, that is an absolute lie. Right, Lee, yeah.
2: Lee you're, you are, are
4: Lee, rude. Be honest. Was my exaggeration of 65%, 70 percent of how many times he gets it wrong? Is that off?
5: That's probably pretty accurate, but what you got to know about Live Bed Jesus you, is that Lee. he often skews the numbers in his favor. So, oh, right.
2: Lee, I, I've shown you proof when, when I
1: no. uh, and, and it's again, it's you not me. Hit, no, no.
5: Right. Here's his
2: trick:
4: Live Bed Jesus doesn't hit the refresh button, so right. he'll wait till a game gets like another minute or two down the stretch. It, he'll send you the screen grab, <laughs> but it's like three minutes ago, it's, and the odds uh, have changed since then. It,
2: is that not allowed? You not allowed to do that? I mean, no. like, I don't listen. That's not how it works in the books, man. All right. Uh, Look, and by the way, I don't know why I said Great Bitten. Was I because
3: that was the adult uh, entertainment well, that I was gonna, you were watching It was either before, It was
2: either that so. or I was thinking about Marv Albert. I wasn't sure which oh, one. Oh, yeah. I want to look that story yeah, up for yeah, anybody out right, there. Okay. It's fun for everybody involved. The, right. uh, Jeffrey Dahmer broadcasting. All right. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox darker. Sports Radio. Um, uh, coming up next, uh, there's a coach. conversation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> There certainly <laughs> was. <I>, How <laughs> <laughs> about LeVar trying to... Uh, never mind. We'll, we'll tease that. All right. So apparently LeVar is a fight promoter, and we've got a head coach that was looking towards the future. We'll get into that next year on FSR. <laughs> for all the latest, though, uh, it is the great Eddie Garcia. That is funny.
4: I got to tell you what—that great bitten was not close <laughs> to being the worst slip of the tongue oh, on Fox yeah. Sports Radio. And too bad Roberto is not here. Oh yeah, well, to relive, relive
2: that to Ed, Ed, for you guys. Eddie, but, uh, what was he trying to say? He was trying to say black pepper, and it came oh, out. No. Uh, yeah, it came out yeah. black. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That was, uh, that was his co- in his
4: cooking segment. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Apparently, uh, apparently, pepper has a C and a K in it. Oh, according to Roberto. okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. It happens. Yeah, <laughs> I
4: so, can see
3: how C and a K could replace PP.
4: <laughs> That's <not a> good <laughs> so point. you get the silver
2: medal this week, uh, Jonas. And right, Roberto we'll has it. has the gold. That's so. Interesting. So, unless I do something here to <laughs> you, top both of you. Hopefully, I, that won't be the case. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Fifteen minutes from now, we are going to have some over unders. Um, <laughs> somebody's just not good at this game uh we will get into the details of that uh here on fox sports radio all right so uh brady dealer's choice here <laughs> yeah. um do you want to hear about a coach peeking into the future or do you want to hear about lavar Arrington fight promoter which do you want to hear uh, lavar Arrington fight right. promoter a hundred percent so here's yeah. the uh oh here's gosh. here's the story um Doug Gottlieb, uh, Fox Sports Radio's own Doug Gottlieb and Emmanuel Acho of uh, Fox Sports One, uh, they had a little bit of a back and forth yesterday. Uh, Emmanuel Acho's brother uh, gave out a take uh, on television in which he Who, said, "Sam, uh, yeah, where Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is not a, a top five quarterback according to him." Interesting.
4: Yeah, it, yeah. I, I mean, I, where, where is he then if he's not top five? Well, you know, I mean, probably <laughs> uh, out of the league. Negative one.
0: Zero there is there like some uh, have,
4: some emotional <laughs> hatred towards him for whatever reason not, I, mean, I feel
2: like not quite sure
4: uh <laughs> i I, I, don't, I don't know anyone who who holds that opinion them, but yeah Jeez. i uh
2: not quite sure but um you know doug made a comment on twitter uh emmanuel lacho stuck up for his brother they went what, back what was forth. the
3: comment what was the comment put it in uh, context
2: um you know he said some things along the lines of um you know you're a backup uh, you know, tell uh, you know, somebody to call out six so you can get some TV time. Well, that's uh, that
3: was the that was the end result, right? Yeah. That was that was odd. Uh, Doug Gottlieb basically said that that Sam's take was trash.
2: Yeah, he shouldn't uh, right. he shouldn't be talking uh, you know, at all about uh, if somebody thinks that Pat Mahomes is not a top five quarterback, uh, they shouldn't be on television, let alone radio. Let right. talking go. to now, a friend, let talking to a, Yeah, but there that's you, you know that's you know Doug being Doug and he, he stirs the pot and he's funny. And so he, he busted balls and uh, Emmanuel Acho was not playing around, was very, very uh, a- offended by the comment and called him out. And so you're probably thinking like, all right, well, the last thing anybody wants at Fox is for somebody to try and stir the pot even more. And in steps College Football Hall of Famer Lavar Arrington, uh, yeah. who tags <laughs> Sean Merriman and says, uh, I have no dog in this fight, but I thought this pick was hilarious and it's... <laughs>
3: What was it it's a um
2: of? it's emmanuel Eman- ocho sitting next to um on the set yeah on the set uh of uncomfortable conversations with a black man featuring doug gottlieb <laughs> <laughs> He's got <laughs> Oh, man. And uh, so uh, oh, man. off and running. And, uh, you know, Doug did see the uh, – because, you know, unfortunately, uh, Lavar, you tagged uh, Doug Gottlieb and not Gottlieb show, so oh. Doug didn't actually get the uh, tweet. Oh. But uh, Vito, oh. Vito our, our imaging director here at Fox Sports Radio, he did uh, send it out. Doug got a hold of it, and he thought it was funny. But, uh, yeah, so there it is. So some friendly fire here yeah, at Fox how
4: about
5: Sports. (laughs) It happens. It happens. I mean,
4: blood's thicker than water, right? Although (laughs) I I would say this, like, you are supporting the the enemy if you're at Fox Sports. Isn't ESPN the the enemy? I mean, I I guess.
2: I mean, you know, just. uh...
3: (laughs) I thought the wildest thing about the whole exchange was they were making. Well, Acho was making insults about Doug Gottlieb's pro career. (laughs) Oh, no. And and I just thought to myself, oh, no. why would he do that? Like, <laughs> what you, you knew everyone was coming for him when he did that. What are you saying? Huh? <laughs> Come on, man. Somebody, there was somebody who posted uh, Acho's career stats from, from the NFL. <laughs> It was like a total of like 32 tackles. It is it is fine career. Uh, I, I just you know I just find it funny when when people let themselves get caught up. Like that was a caught up moment, and because yeah. there's no reason to even address Gottlieb. Like like you said, Jonas, Gottlieb is Doug is going to be Doug, and he's a ball and that's buster. Just, yeah, that's who just that's his that's his bit that's his deal. Like we what? all have our deal. Uh, Acho, let me ask this. Let me
4: ahead. ask this. If someone had told you <clears throat> or said to you, and their opinion was Patrick Mahomes is not a top five quarterback in the NFL, are you First not given the side that. eye? Yeah, you're not
3: taking that 100%. seriously.
4: Well, so, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't care who says it, whether it's your profession or not. You're like, that's just a bad take. It's so like anything
3: so that comes after that is just kind of like. Who I, cares? Whatever. But, yeah, but the, like, I guess my cares? point
4: is this: is like I, I think if you're going to be on one side or the other here, like you'd be on the side of Doug Gottlieb. Like all of a sudden, the argument shifted to talk about like Doug's career or Doug's whatever. And you're in in reality, like you go back to it, and like well, hold a second. Does Emmanuel Ocho also think Patrick Mahomes isn't a top five quarterback? Like, like who honestly thinks he's not a top five quarterback in the NFL besides Sam Ocho? Like, like, like—that's how this whole why, thing got
3: started, and, and I don't I'm know like, why I internalized it that way. Like, why well, internalize it yeah. to the point of where you take, take aim at him and, and go, you know? Right. It's just like an opinion. It's like yeah. if. if,
4: if I mean, and by the way, the more ridiculous opinion is probably his brothers. Like, that's one where, like, I I would probably hold my brother in check. I don't have a brother. I mean, Lavar, you're you're my brother. Oh, what's that? Well, Jonas is my other brother too. Oh, thanks, man.
3: Yeah,
4: we're we're kind of like that movie. Is it four brothers or five brothers? Hey,
3: yeah. Remember that movie? Who knows? Yeah,
4: four brothers. Four brothers. I thought there was
3: five. Andre and Mark. Yeah, Andre, and Tyrese. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Tyrese. Listen, the point here is it was it was an outrageous take who cares? It was going to get some burn. He <laughs> used it. And, he said it. And, and yeah. Enjoy it. Right? Who cares? Yeah. Enjoy it because no one that that really is paying attention would sit there and say Patrick Mahomes is not a top five quarterback. It, it he can have his opinion, and that's that's what media is about. And a lot of what media is about is media taking what other media says and having a, an opinion on it. I just thought it was telling, you know, in terms of. How upset Acho yeah, got over? Like, it. like,
2: who, well, yeah, like Tina, why, who cares? Like,
3: like I'll fight for my brother and this, that, and the other. Like man, listen here. If my if we're both in media, if me and Mike, you know, I call him Pooh, we call him Pooh. If if me Pooh and he were in 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 the the media industry, and somebody took a shot at what one of them had to say, um, first off, I, I wonder how. You know, my brother's going to handle it. You know, if I'm if I'm wondering anything at all, right? How's he going to handle it? You know, what does he have to say about it? And then second, uh, second of all, I'm just I'm just putting that in my I'm just putting that in my, my 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 mental right. Like I'm remembering that Doug Gottlieb took a shot at my brother. So now every once in a while, you'll hear me take a shot at Doug Gottlieb. But I'll take a shot in a way where it's within the parameters of what we have, which is the platform to be able to speak. People talk crazy about you every day. If you read Twitter, you'll see somebody talking crazy about you, right? I'll 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 address it. I'll have fun with it. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I, and I do it a lot. If so, when I have time, I'll I'll do it. Here's an example.
4: Last night, like and I made a comment because uh, I'm part of a, part of a podcast too for CBS. Uh, I work for the digital network. Wow. And so someone – yeah, who cares? Yeah. Someone had posted the pictures of the uniforms for the USFL, and then they snuck in the Washington Commanders as, as one of them.
2: Hilarious. Which
4: was, that's it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. And so I kind of said, like, man, that's cold. I just commented on the post. I'll comment from time to time because it's really a, a buddy of mine, Will Brinson, who does the podcast. Great dude. We, I go yeah, on usually Will's once a week dude. with him. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I know what's kind of behind it. And, and Will likes to stir the pot, too. And so I just commented. Well, then some guy comments like, well, oh, your career stats were cold. And I was like, and I just comment back. and go, well, where are your career stats? It's right. like the funny thing is like about social media is people want to get into that ring. Well, and then I happen to maybe go through his bio and then make fun of him for that.
2: Oh, no. but, but
4: but But the reality is this. People want to step into that ring. And you got to forget, besides the standpoint, like, We did this for a profession for years. Regardless of what our accomplishments were here or there, Like we got paid to play a sport. It's pretty unique. But what you also have to understand is you're around a bunch of alphas in a locker room that's a lot of times – Hard to navigate if you're not quick-witted or you can't talk a little trash. So you don't want to step into that arena either with a professional athlete of any sport because you're talking about dudes who had to deal with that every Every single day, day, face-to-face, giving it back and forth. So if you want to step to that in social media, go ahead, but you're not going to like the results. And by the way, it's not like people clap back. Professional athletes go for a knockout if you're going to try to challenge someone on social media. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's uh it is just uh, very very fun uh, to see uh, that whole thing play out. But uh, again, like D- Doug uh, Doug's awesome. He's They're always been good to They're both successful. Me. Yeah, so it's all yeah, it's no, all
3: good no. natured. Is you know, yeah, what was your? they both had had yeah, I didn't even know Doug played pro. You the, know what I
2: mean? Well, he played hey. uh he was a g- really good college player. Like yeah. that's the thing like people people scoff Which at means I mean that he would be ahead of Archer. I, I yeah, oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you know, we'll, ha- we'll get into the uh, Zach Taylor conversation
0: <laughs> next hour. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm,
3: sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I have a
1: college hall
2: of famer, though, so I hope he don't come for me because, I, I, you know, I will clap uh, back. Over-unders next year on FSR.
1: <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar Arrington, brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr coming up top of next hour possibly good news for one team in the nfl Uh, their best player could be returning we'll have that for you here on fsr right now though it is time for something we do every single week on the show and it's called this
1: Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. I know you're a lying low-life gambling degenerate. It's over-under.
2: All right. For that, we turn it over to the great Lee Delap to find out how we did last week, and then if uh, we can skip past that pretty quick and then get into this week. What's up, Lee?
5: Well, last week we did the uh, prop bet party monster, who uh, we all know that LeVar came out on top of that. But to wrap up the playoffs, it all came down to actually the Pro Bowl weekend where both Brady and LeVar predicted an over of 61 and a half and Brady went back to the Pro Bowl well yeah well we do have to wrap up the playoffs this is the playoff score and Brady you you wrapped it up by predict by a great prediction that Joey Logano would win the Bush Light clash at the Coliseum and so Brady you actually won the playoffs 12 to LeVar's nine to Jonas's eight I mean I I, I had
4: I, I just okay well I'd like to thank God. I'd like yes. to thank uh, my parents. Nice. I'd like yep. to thank uh, both Lavar and Jonas yes. for helping me get to this point. Um, Roberto, who couldn't be here today, but obviously Shout Roberto and, and as yeah. always Lee and Eddie uh, for for your support throughout the uh, throughout the playoffs. Yeah. This is okay. by far and away the most meaningless yeah. thing that I've ever been a part of in my oh, life. Wow. No, so,
2: yeah. Oh wow! I'd be appreciatively. But again, you know what do I know? I'd be appreciative. I'm just confused.
5: Like so, we're going back to the Pro Bowl. Well, we yeah, we kind of had to go back to the Pro did Bowl because we last, well, last week we did the prop bet party monster all week long. It was a it was every day.
3: Okay, so,
4: so how'd that we go? To
5: well, we we going. did recap that on Monday where Levar had won seven to your six to Jonas's five. So again, Jonas wow. finishes dead last.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I know. That's the dumbest. F- I ever heard of. <laughs> by the way
4: i love how like jonas has a fictitious character named live Bed jesus and he's
2: the worst at this i don't think that's necessary oh, i mean wow. i, I, I don't, wow. don't think that, that criticism is necessary that's, that's very i mean jesus dumb. i you know innocent bystander here i keep uh, wearing jesus it every is single name. week yeah Good it is god name. man
5: yeah all right. I love you, man. Uh, you know thanks, that. man. All right, you guys. First over <laughs> under bastard. of the non-football <laughs> season of, of first uh, over I under after football, we've got some NBA All-Star weekend. So first one here, number of perfect dunks we get in the dunk contest, two and a half.
2: Oh, over! It's a ball washing era. Uh, people want to, uh, you know, yeah. celebrate everybody. It's gonna be, everything's gonna be a perfect dunk at the All-Star weekend. I'm, I'm
3: gonna go with the under. It's messed
2: oh. up, man. Who's, who, who's, who's even in, in it? it?
4: Yeah. <laughs> who's I, even I'll in go up the over I, I guess not knowing anything about it. I, even even who's judging only because uh Lavar's right or uh, Jonas is right. I I do think I do think that <laughs> Everyone wants to just pat each other on the back. So, yeah, yeah. It's
2: just disgusting. Yeah.
5: You guys over under on the point score between Team Durant and Team LeBron 319 and a half. LeBron, over. guys. I'll Wait,
1: where's the at?
3: under? It's in Cleveland, yeah, right? It's in Cleveland. Yep. Yeah, over.
2: Cleveland! I will take the. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um. I'll take the over. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest it's not thing I've ever heard of. Yes, I'm taking the under.
5: You guys, we got Daytona 500 this week. Number of cautions we get in the race, seven and a half.
2: Ooh. Ooh. There were
5: how many? Um, seven how- last year. Yeah, I'm going to say the under. I'll- I'm going to stay under. I
2: will take the over. They're so frustrated with how slow the race was at the Coliseum. We're going to get a lot of cautions.
3: Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah.
5: That's a good call. No, nah, I'm going to stay with the Under, though. Lastly, odd or even for Daytona, you guys? Odd. Uh, even, because Jonas is odd. Okay, yeah. that's I'm a, going again.
3: With odd. Odd. Lead. And, and Lavar's Stick odd. City is a place. The, <laughs> Stick yeah. City. By the way, Denny yeah. Hamlin
2: last year. He was number 11, LeVar. Denny uh, Hamlin a last
3: Yonkey? year. Who? Yeah,
1: Denny Hamlin. I think that's. <laughs> oh, his oh name. Denny yeah. Hamlin. No,
3: yeah. Denny Bitten. <laughs>
1: that's the dumbest. Ever heard of. Never heard of them. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.
0: If you dare.